the city of Detroit would have to agree to deed over the fort to the U.S. Secretary of Interior, and there's hope from aides to Governor Rick Snyder on down that that would compel the federal government to make this derelict piece of property into a national park. It sounds like there's a lot of political players in in this game. What do we know about their strategies at this point? Right now, there's been a study of the feasibility of doing this. It's kind of sat on the shelf. It's certainly starting to make the rounds among the city right now. There's a lot of conjecture um, as to whether or not the city wants this to happen because it's valuable land. It's 90, 90 acres of waterfront property, and it would fit into the city's riverfront development plans. So there's a big question as to whether or not the mayor of Detroit actually wants to see this happen because it would take a lot of property off the tax rolls. For people who have not visited Fort Wayne lately, what is what is going on there? There's actually a fort. There's a, It's a five-star fort, uh, which has been maintained fairly well. There's a large group of dedicated volunteers who have their soccer tournaments there. There's flea markets. There's been plans here over the years to, to try to do more, including uh, you know having concerts down there, having uh, uh, race cars, races. Um, but right now, mostly it's confined to soccer matches, some historical reenactments, and there's about 37 buildings that are historically significant but are in pretty rough shape. Joel Kurth, as part of this package of stories that you wrote there at Bridge Magazine, which can be seen at bridgemi.com, you write about not only these issues that we're talking about with Fort Wayne, but also about a historical warehouse that is in that neighborhood. Tell us what is there. It's on the site of uh, old Fort Wayne. It's operated by the Detroit Historical Society, and this is basically just their warehouse for all their cool old stuff. So it's not heated, so they have all these great old cars, uh, Coleman Young's armor-plated limousine, Lee Iacocca's Lincoln wrapped in bubble wrap, along with the world's largest collection of, like, uh, Chinaware from Great Lakes Freighters. It's really fascinating. It's, it's off the grid. It's kind of hidden. I just rang the bell and said, pretty please, and they let me in and gave me a tour. Okay, well, that's a little bit about Detroit's past. What can we say about the future? What's kind of happening in the next few months in that neighborhood relative to the bridge? Delray, as we know, it is vanishing by the day. That's the site of the bridge. They're they're cutting down 4,000 trees. There's a couple dozen businesses left. They're really raising the ground for the footprint of the bridge in the Customs Plaza. Um, They expect to start work in September. There is one very large court hearing left with Maddie Maroon, the owner of the Ambassador Bridge, who wants to block the construction of the bridge. There is a court hearing in Wayne County Circuit Court in July about whether or not the state is going to be able to condemn about 10 parcels necessary for the project.